2: do you believe we have a great show for you guys today we're going to talk some nfl football the unfortunate heartbreak of the chargers clay thompson's return and a little national championship that's going on tonight so buckle up tuck it into your waistband because here we go three two one we're back
0: and now this is the moment you've all been waiting for we are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your
2: hosts Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby! It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws, cause they're free. So three ninety seven coming hot at you guys, and so three ninety six. And I'm joined on this one by Alex Toss and and Nikki Snacks Kreider. Playoff schedule is set. Honestly, I think a lot of the matchups pretty much barring one matchup and I'm still a little excited for that one are great. I'm pumped. Clay is back. National championship should be a good game. I'm hoping, but we have to start with the game of the year that occurred Sunday night. Knicks chargers versus Las Vegas Raiders. The first season they're in Vegas in the new stadium OT game going down literally to the last second. We're texting and talking throughout the whole thing. We're tweeting throughout the whole thing. It was really, honestly, it was one of the craziest games, considering what was on the line I've witnessed in recent memory that was not a playoff game. But what other better place to start with you, Nick? Emotions. Give me logic. Talk to me with your head, with your heart, with your stomach. Give it to me from your feet to your head, all the way from the bottom to the top, head, shoulders, knees, and toes.
1: Well, I left it all out there on the field today. <laughs> um, really not much left to say. Yeah. Just – uh Another hard-fought battle resulting in a loss. Story of my life as a Chargers fan. Uh, Came downstairs to get some food, and a roommate apologized to me, and I told him, you know what? I've lived with it my entire life, so I'm used to this kind of heartbreak. But, man, it was exciting. Craziest game of the season, in my opinion, um, from any team. And in perfect fashion, it was the last game of the entire slate. Uh, They flexed it to Sunday night, and it was great had three fan bases at the edge of their seats, the Chargers, the Raiders, and, of course, the Steelers. If that game ended in a tie, then the Steelers would be knocked out of the playoffs. And I think towards the end of the game, we were all just hoping for a tie, except for the Raiders, of course. I mean, you look on the sideline, and Justin Herbert, you can read his lips saying, I've never wanted a tie so bad. And I'm right there with him. At the start of overtime, I just wish they would have just took turns kneeling the ball. I mean, obviously, you can't do that, but... Yeah. It's heartbreaking because we were so close and what Herbert flashed in the fourth quarter was just out of this world. Amazing.
2: Literally nuts on the turf every fourth down. It was unbelievable. You were talking about story of my life. You're like dealing with another loss. you like story of my life. And then you took a small pause and I was like, oh, this is getting dark. And then you said as a Chargers fan, I was like, okay. But realistically, Nick, and I as
1: a Padres I- fan too. And as a, and and T- as a Clippers fan, and know, as a Longhorn fan.
2: Yeah. You really just go through the ringer every, every season. I feel so badly. I, I really want you to, I really, you know what it is, is I love every guy. I love Eckler, Pro Bowl snub. Obviously guest of the show. He'll
1: Herbert. he'll make the Pro Bowl some. I mean, he'll he's like a first alternate. So yeah, whoever decides, I mean, we'll see what happens. But he has got 20 touchdowns on the season, leading the leading the league in touchdowns. There's no way you can keep him out of the pro bowl.
2: It's absurd. The guy is the ultimate gadget player, like or Debo, at least in the AFC. But I love Herbert. A lot of guys in the defense are great. We know Chris Harris Jr. He's great to root for. Bosa was awesome. I mean, Derwin. it was Derwin James. When he's healthy, is he not one of the most fun safeties to watch in football? I mean, he hits, he's all covers, well. he's all over the place. And he's, he's such a gamer. Uh, it was just a lot of questionable moves by Staley. I We flip-flop on Staley on the show all the time. Sometimes we love his ability to roll the dice and risk it. And other times we're left there just really saying why. And you have to go to a couple moves. One move was the timeout and overtime, which Derek Carr initially said that the Raiders were going to win no matter what. Then now he's come out and said that that definitely you know, played a factor into them going to want to kick. So that hurts Chargers fans. You never know if he's playing the, playing to the narrative.
1: Per Staley's press conference, he said yeah. he called timeout because – he thought they were going to run the ball, which they ended up doing. So he made a substitution for his linebacker, one of his defensive linemen, and they still got the first down. And the timeout looks questionable, but at the same time, they ran down the clock completely. It's not like there was more clock to be ran. I mean, there was like four seconds left. So that doesn't make that much of a difference. I don't think he was calling timeout to see if he can gain possession and you know potentially go for the win himself. I think he was just trying to make it, as best for his defense as possible, right? You're trying to game plan just like if it was a fourth down or if it was a third down, uh, a conversion play where you have to take a timeout just to make an adjustment. Like that's what that was in my opinion. And a mm. lot of people are blowing that out of proportion, but there were a lot more questionable calls. And the first one that we were texting about back and forth that got you fired up to say, could he get fired after this season? Which no was, way, but there's yes. no way, there's no way, but it's fun to rattle some feathers, ruffle some feathers. Um, it was the I'm fourth to, and I'm one. I'm trying
2: to rattle them, too. Fuck it. Fuck it, ruffling feathers. We'll rattle them over here on the show. It was the
1: fourth and one inside your own 20 that when yeah, they went on them. On the 18. On their own 18. Yeah, which is ridiculous. I mean, like, look, we've always like credited Staley for going forward on fourth down this season. It's worked for him. It's worked against him, right? He plays the percentages. But this is a playoff game. And I think at that point, they were trailing... What was it
2: like? 17-14, because you said they gave him a free yeah, easy buck Yeah, exactly. There,
1: there it is. Yeah. They're, they're, they're chilling three points for it, right? Mm-hmm. You punt it, it's a three-point game. But instead, you give it to them on the 18-yard line, where they ended up kicking field goals, so it's a free three points. Could have been a lot worse. Could have got a touchdown. Could have been a two-possession game.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really put a well, lot in your
0: defense there.
1: And if you combine that with an uncharacteristic
0: punt muff by Andre Roberts, who yep. is... A, it was former, a fumble yeah
1: he tried to he yeah. tried to do something and fumbled
0: right he fumbled yeah and lose possession once again and the raiders have short field and they take advantage of it i mean the execution mistakes cost the chargers yes they came roaring back and as we've seen multiple times this season it's incredibly fun to watch herbert do that but as a coach you don't want to put your team in that position as best you can and those two mistakes one of them not by staley obviously but the other one his own decision-making hurt them. And I I do want to talk about like the implication in overtime, because I think that implication was all over this game, right? The implication of the two teams tying what that meant, bumping the Steelers out the implication for the chargers winning the game, then get them getting into the playoffs. Same thing for the Raiders on the opposite side. But when, when it goes into OT, I do believe that the decision-making of who they were going to play in the playoffs had to have come into into their minds, especially on the Raiders side. They're fortunate enough to get the ball first. That means they get to dictate what happens in overtime. They go forward, they kick a field goal. The chargers have no option, but to kick a field goal or go for the score. But of course they don't want to lose. So the field goal is the safe option. They go for it. They hit it. Now the Raiders have the ball back again. It's in their hands to do what they want, right? They can play for the tie, but if they tie they're playing the Kansas city chiefs in the first round of the playoffs. So, That's what leads them to be a little bit more aggressive, go for that kick and try and win the game and knock off, of course, a divisional rival at the same time, but they don't want to play the chiefs. The chiefs are red hot. I know the Titans won the AFC, but we still all believe the chiefs to be the best team in the AFC. So I don't blame the Raiders decision-making. Obviously we all wanted the chargers to get in, um, but it's, it's tough. And, And that's kind of the way, I mean, this wouldn't even have been a conversation. The Steelers wouldn't even be making the playoffs if the Colts had just taken care of business and knocked yeah. off the Jacks, right?
1: Like, yeah, yeah. 100%. Sucks. That, that, that's where it started, right? Of course, the Colts losing to the Jaguars, which is just so awful, so heartbreaking for that, for that franchise. But you know what? They didn't deserve it. It was the Raiders' party, right? So it was up to them to do what they wanted. You know, it was in Allegiant, it was, you know, the, the season that has been all over the place with all the diversity that they've overcome with their head coach getting fired with rugs, with Arnett, with Hobbs, with John Madden, just passing away. I mean, it was their party and it was their decision when they got the ball, like you just said, you either try to win it or you tie it, you know, and the implications are huge. And of course, as a Chargers fan, you want them to be just, just go for the tie, you know, like it's the safe bet, but for them, they've got multiple options, you know, like their, their chances of getting into the playoffs were were uh, 67% and the charges were 33%, right? When they get the ball, they could either win or they can tie it. So can't blame them. um, But yeah, really, just really heartbreaking. I mean, as a a sports fan, like when you see games like this, that aren't blowouts that are super close, that are like decided by one player decided by, you know, a last second thing that happens, you always like try to like sit down and think like, wait, wait, did that just happen? Or like, my I seeking to the future or like, can I just rewind a second? Can I just, can we just go back a beat? Cause that's what I was going through in my mind. Yeah.
2: I mean, you sit there, I, I could think of so many games like that. Like Nick, I remember us in the stands of thinking like at the OU, at the game. Texas game. Yeah. Yeah. Just being like, what? there's so many plays and like, I'm rewinding every play in my head. Like if didn't happen. we talked about it with Ricardo. like there's one or two plays in every game when a game like that where for calls. And I just think that, I mean, Toss, I'm glad you brought up the chief's point because in my mind, once the Raiders got the ball and they started moving and running it a little bit, which has been the Chargers' Achilles' heel all season, isn't and I know everyone's gassed, but they really have not. And they,
1: and you know, the this they, in this game, they started off well. They mm-hmm. they defended the run pretty well. They're holding, uh, Jacobs, I think under under three yards per carry, maybe under a little under four yards per carry. Yeah, and that was huge, right? They they were able to stop him, and then towards the end of the game, the defense got gassed, you know, and they got worked and. They started gashing him and, you know, in a parallel universe out there somewhere, a couple of plays look differently and the charges are in the playoffs.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's a, first of all, the ineligible man downfield, I know that he recovered from it and ended up getting the field goal in overtime, but the ineligible man downfield is the worst penalty in football. I can't stand it. It's always inconsequential. It doesn't make a difference. And it's every time it's a big play like that. They call it, but the guy was nowhere near the play. It made no sense. It didn't the matter The referee,
1: The referee that watches those calls Loser. They're such nerds. They're such nerds.
2: narks, like, Come on, losers, suckers. Let it go.
1: Yeah. Yes, they do recover. You know, Mike. Mike Williams makes an amazing catch. And- if, if there's if there's someone watching on the couch who
0: has a rudimentary knowledge of what football is, watches a play and goes, I don't know why there's a flag thrown. Like, okay, you're watching. You see a quarterback. He gets hit in the face. Oh. I, I think that that might be a penalty. I understand yeah. in some way, some form or fashion, why the yellow flag's going in the air. But you can't even watch the replay and figure out why they're, they're throwing the flag. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It,
1: it's, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It literally has no effect on the play either.
2: Yeah, I mean, I did know. I had a gut feeling that the Charters were never getting the ball back the second time.
1: Well, I had a feeling as well. I th- yeah. but, I th- but I honestly thought that it was going to come down just a kneeling situation or just running out the clock, right? Where they just run the football, run the football. And if Jacobs busts free for a touchdown, then, that- then so be it, right? I didn't think they were even going to risk kicking it because, you know, what happens if they kick it it's and blocked. it's blocked or, if, you know, Toss, you were saying maybe go out there for a 60 yard or if that's returned, Um, Right. Right. It made a lot
0: more sense once it's 48 yards.
1: Well, yeah, it's a lot more sense. And of course, with two seconds left, right, they could run the clock down. But if it was a case where they had to make a decision on fourth down with like 30 seconds left, whether they kick it or they punt it, then, um, you know, then that comes the issue of of what do you do?
2: The thing is this. I would have rather risk getting it blocked than play Kansas City. Like that's a certain death. You're walking in to die. Kansas City in the playoffs I'm sorry I know like it's an unpopular opinion I know they lost but that was they lost to the Bengals so that was in Cincinnati I know you guys got them at the beginning of the year and then I just don't I think the Raiders magic first of all can can this can their head coach get the job
1: I think he's a get that. the
2: job can he get the job already can we enough of the Harbaugh coming in from Michigan Versace get the job because this is ridiculous. This guy, we you mentioned it, Nick, with Ruggs, Arnett, Gruden being gone. I mean, Hobbs played tonight, but he had a, he had a DUI. Like the whole team has been like in utter turmoil. We all wrote him off when they were like five and seven at one point or something like that. And and they've been hot and they've been good. And Carrs played himself into getting rid of all the doubts of him being the franchise quarterback. I love the way they use Mariota. He's one of the most valuable backups in the game. Jacobs is excellent. one. Zay Jones has been revived, and like this whole team. It's so interesting. You either play the hits when you're betting or you play the narrative. Like, I bet – I I was doing a whole pick-up throughout the year, and I picked the Steelers over the Ravens ultimately today. And it was solely because I thought it could be Big Ben's last game. And I was like, this is the last time I could ever pick Big Ben to do anything. So I just went with Big Ben. Sometimes narratives just play out, and it was unfortunate for the Chargers that sports are scripted sometimes. Like, you know, like the gods just come through, and they the Raiders – I thought their fairy tale was going to end tonight, but the Chargers unfortunately just couldn't get it done. I really wanted her. I, I just love watching Herbert. They, I, they both have their
1: own fairy tales, though.
0: Yeah, I, I really think that whatever whatever power. the result of this game was, and we know it, the quarterbacks on both sides were tremendous. They yeah they were really. Cl- Derek Carr was really clutch. He he was. He didn't have a fantastic game in regulation. He only threw for like 156 yards. Threw for two touchdowns but he really balled out and made some excellent throws in he overtime. Yeah, he did. He did. And, and Herbert, of course, I mean, he's just a treat to watch. He's just, yeah. that's what I, the he's whole, awesome.
2: The whole point of like, Oh, we joked about Staley getting fired. And you're like, it would have to be, if you even gave him the hypothetical it'd have to be like cow or whatever. If in the high, let's say, in the, let's say in the craziest of situations, they were so pissed and they cut him. it would never happen. But let's just say that happened. It is arguably one of the most, not even in the NFL, one of the most coveted, had coaching jobs in all sports. Because in the NFL, number one, what you need to win, or at least to give you the best chance to win, is a great quarterback. And you I've said it for weeks, and I think we're all in agreement, you all got a top five quarterback at least going into next
1: year. Oh, I mean, he's he's probably a top three most valuable player in the league right now in terms of not like just winning the MVP, but like stock, like in terms of a valuable player for the future.
2: Yeah, I think we could all agree it's Mahomes, him, and Burrow probably at this point right
1: maybe, maybe kyler you can throw maybe him in there. kyler
2: yeah something in the honestly like i, I joe's magnificent magnificent in my eyes but that's how it shakes out nick i you're gonna get something with this kid there's no way you know eventually it may not be till you're 35 but you'll get
1: something eventually with this guy there's just a couple of things i want to hit on before we go yeah we move on uh first just inside the game one of the biggest like faults of this game was the fact that storm Norton couldn't stop a nosebleed, right? Max Crosby ate him alive. And I texted you guys, would it be crazy to sub out for him mid game or or in the fourth quarter? Now that's something that they needed to adjust, but it just didn't happen. Um, But the one big thing that kind of grinded my gears throughout this whole thing was not even off or starting, not even on the field. It was off the field. It was on Twitter. It was on social media and it was a lot of San Diegans, right? basically just saying we want the raiders to win like if you're a chargers fan from san diego like you're you're a dodger lover or like you know like you, you don't you don't like represent the city of san diego or like whatever my take is this it's like okay the raiders moved from oakland to las vegas their fans are still supportive right san diego chargers leave san diego go to la half the fans most of the fans abandon that team me As a Chargers fan, I moved to Texas. I was a fan of the Chargers. San Diego Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers, doesn't matter. I was a fan of the Chargers. Mm. Yes, I'm from San Diego, and I love all the San Diego teams. But when I was out of San Diego, like, why would I, like, why do I care where they are? They could play in Austin, Texas if I want. Yeah. So it it just really pisses me off. I'm like, all the San Diego Charger fans, all the San Diego fans, just rip other Chargers fans for supporting them. And it's like super weird. W- what are they supposed to do? You know, like the, the, these are memories that you've that you've put into this team. You know, with your family, with your friends. You know, with when you're in your room or when you're at your home or when you're at the games. Right? Like, what about people who like went to games with their dads who passed away, and that was like the only thing that you know brought those kids together? Like, it's it's just really annoying and childish for people to rip apart a fan base. And yes, there isn't a ton of San Diego or there'sn't a ton of Los Angeles Chargers fans, but it's growing. I mean they're trying hard. And uh, just it's just really disappointing. And I yeah when, when people say that like you can't be a Padres fan if you're a Chargers fan still like that's ridiculous. Like they're two different teams. I don't it's know it's a different, a it's different sport. <laughs> exactly it's a completely it's different
0: like, sport. I do think though, Nick, I think that they're saying that now I think less people are coming out of the woodwork and saying that they are still chargers fans. Although I'm proud of you for saying that and you've stuck by the team the entire time. And guess what? When Justin Herbert takes him to the super bowl, guess, guess who there's going to be a percentage of those people who start rooting for the chargers again. And that's the one kind of the, the caveat nice. of this team is that they have Justin Herbert where we talked about it. We could talk about it until the cows come home, but that changes how people look at sports when you have a guy a that winner you can build a winner who can you can yeah. build your franchise around in every sport well that's what it's always been. that's in what LA, brings right? people in yeah. like
1: like who what team can get there faster right like we thought the rams maybe had a chance when they when they went to the super bowl with golf but they ended up losing to the pats and they're just right now in the same position with chargers and rams i mean if you looked at the game today at sofi against the Niners. It was all red inside the inside the stands. Oh yeah. It's, it's not just the Chargers games that look like that. It's also the Rams games. It's just that LA is not a football city. It really isn't. Right? It's a Dodger city. It's and a Lakers, Lakers and city. Dodger city.
2: That's it. And like Yep, and, and Trojan city. Yeah, and you see in those the college Look, I went to the Bucks Rams and it was Bucks. I mean, but like I took to go with, for, off you, Nick, like when we lost Brady, there were a lot of Patriots fans that were like we're gonna just gonna root for Tampa Bay now and ditch the and
1: ditch the pit. Not as many, And, but- and you know what? They said that, and then it didn't really look like that because I, well, I remember
2: people my, not I, the people we know, yeah. But, like,
1: but no, I, I still think that a lot of people said that and then like, oh, wait a second, Pat's are still good, like maybe well, yeah, we got Mac Jones right away, so it was ex- fine. exactly. And I think a lot of people um didn't really keep true to their word. I mean, I'm well, sure a, I'm sure a lot of people still root for Brady, but if it came down to Brady versus the Pats, they're oh, yeah, still rooting yeah, for the Pats. It's
0: an it's an emotional experience to have that ripped away from you as a fan of the franchise or as a fan of a player, whoever it is. So I, I can understand um, that people can be wrong about something. But sometimes <laughs> yeah. they got to own up to being wrong about it. But obviously, the Raiders Chargers game was fantastic. The rest of the the slate was really exciting too. I mean, do we want to talk a little bit about like any other takeaways that we have just from anything else that we saw talking about hirings, firings, I mean, not hirings, but soon to be firings that we know are for sure bound to happen.
1: I think Fangio, that's the first one that's already been fired. Um, Technically you have the Raiders opening, but I I agree that, that I think he should get a a chance to stay there. You've got Jacksonville already on the market. And I think we're hoping that Minnesota opens up, right? Yeah. And, Minnesota Chicago, and Chicago, Chicago.
2: Yeah. Well, Jacksonville is going to have to get a guy with experience. They can't do what they just did. You got Minnesota who honestly, I think there's a team there in place. If you have a good draft, this upcoming draft, there's a team there in place that could be competitive. They're not far off. They have, they do look at all the games they played. They literally just couldn't close. It's like drunk dude at a bar at 30 a.m., like blacked out, tripping over himself. They, they have, bad, they have they
1: a also, bad defense. Well, they also dealt with a lot of injuries, too. All right, Thielen out for the season. Dalvin was in and out. I mean, they've yeah. got some injuries on defense, too.
2: They blew that game against the Lions, dude, where they were winning, and the Lions marched all the way down, and that was ridiculous. They had the couple like – they lost field goal games to the Bengals. They lost field goal games to the Ravens, On that – you know, it's just – Game after game was close for them, and they just couldn't close their defense. Like you're saying, Toss went from like it was like number one under Zimmer when like a couple years ago, and now it's like last in the league, which is the number one reason he's out because he's supposed to be a defensive minded guy. The Chicago job is interesting. There's a lot of work to be done there. I think the best job though is the Minnesota job. The Denver job, the Jacksonville job, and the Chicago job aren't crazy appealing to me. To be honest, they really just aren't.
1: Like I wouldn't. I would say the. I'd say the Chicago job is somewhat, in, somewhat appealing just because you have a first-round quarterback in Justin Fields, who I think is really talented if he gets the right guy there. He can groom him to be a, a fantastic quarterback. Um, we'll see what happens. There's they've one small a, issue, though. They've, they've got a pretty good D. Mm-hmm. They've got they've got weapons. I think they've got receivers.
2: I like Mooney. But the issue for me with the Bears is they suck. They're not good. And they don't have a first-round pick.
1: That is an issue, that they're, they don't have a first-round pick. But if we're looking at them sucking every team that doesn't have a coach sucks because they didn't make the playoffs.
0: Well, I do the, <laughs> do the, do the
2: Broncos suck? No, they're not great though.
0: But it, in the same way that the bears are, the bears an suck. absolutely historic franchise. So are the Broncos. They've got yeah. way there. They've got they've pieces. recently. In, they've got pieces. They've won recently. They've got pieces in play in place defensively for sure they've got weapons they just don't really have a quarterback so i think that they're they're not that far off and obviously the rumor mill will change in a month two months but who knows which, what quarterbacks are going to be available we, we have no idea it is the worst draft to need a quarterback
2: i've seen at least in recent i'm years. not talking about i'm not talking about the draft but that's like where you okay, like rogers who the hell knows what's going to happen with him honestly the seahawks because that would be another quarterback that's going to open up. I think they should stay the course. Like I don't think they're 7 and 10, but he was out for a lot of games. They had some injury issues. If they they are without their first pick as well, which is problematic. But if they get guys to come in there, restructure some contracts, make some good free agent signings and you have a good draft, which Carroll struggled to do, but Rashad Penny's finally coming to fruition. Healthy. I think that the Seahawks team is is closer to contention than people think. I don't think they should blow it up.
1: I did mention earlier this season that they should blow it up and I'll retract that statement because I'm with you. I think that I think they have weapons, you know, I mean, DK is great. I mean, Tyler Lockett, when he decides to show up, he's great. Gerald Efford's been pretty good. And Rashad Penny, I mean, that's a, that's a huge part of their identity, right? Like they used to be a bruising team when they had Marshawn Lynch, like they had multiple weapons, you know, they can throw the ball, they can run the ball and they could protect the ball. Um, and they just haven't had any stability at the running back position with all the injuries that they've had, right? You're rolling out Alex Collins, and now you're having Rashad Penny, and you know, Chris Carson's been in and out. So if they can get a steady guy d- to be their every down back and maybe have a little more complimentary back there, I mean, I think that's a good offense. Now, the question is the defense, right? The old Legion of Boom was the one that kind of held the Seahawks together. Now, if they can anchor down and get some guys in free agency and they can you know, address some needs in the draft. And I don't see why they can't be competitive again next season.
2: Yeah, I think they could be. I just think they need a you need a, if you want to win in the NFL and they, they beat the Cardinals, you know, they, they barely, them. they barely lost the bears. Rashad Penny has been the best running back this past couple of weeks. Like the best you need to run the, like, I'm looking at the slate right now. And we're kind of bleeding to the slate, but a lot of these teams really run the ball. Well, And we got Raiders versus Bengals, that's the first game Saturday. That's a great, that's a really good game. I'm excited because I'm, I'm imagining the Bengals. We'll go into it more on our radio show. That's the first game. We got Pats versus Bills, which Nick, I was Another rooting, I was rooting for you, the Chargers for you, but deep down as a Patriots fan, I didn't. I would have rather played the Bills than the Bengals. To be honest, we just match it better in my mind.
1: Well, yeah, Eagles, I mean, you've already beat them this season.
2: Yeah, Eagles Bucks, which strength for strength, the Eagles run the ball as well as anybody. Think, Bucks yeah, run defense. Can go either way. The Bucks have not like they obviously closed, ended up closing against the Panthers, but they were shaky, shaky beef against the Jets. I know they had the whole fiasco with AB, but even before he left and stormed off the field and hyped up MetLife, they were in trouble. That should be a more that should be interesting game. But that's Sunday, so the first two games are Saturday. That's a Sunday game. There's three games Sunday. The Nickelodeon game Sunday at 4:40. Niners, Cowboys, slime. slime. Cowboys getting the Slime game. Sunday night game is Steelers, kc which is. That's kind of sus for a Sunday night game. I'm you want it-
0: to know the opening line of Can that I, game?
2: Que- yeah, que- que- guess it.
0: I guess. I, yeah, guess the line. Nick, you
2: want to go first? Or you want me to go first?
1: Um, 12?
2: I was going to go 13 and a half. That was
0: kind of... Ballpark it's 13 good. and a half. So, look. You look at that line. Vegas is oftentimes right. And that makes the decision-making, in my mind, for the Raiders... Again, it's the opening line. Things are going to change. But the Raiders' decision-making even more so comes into play. And it's the Steelers. And do we believe that they should be in this game? I don't know. Do we believe that they're better than the Chargers? No, I don't. But do they have the defensive player of the year on their team? Yes. Can that guy make a play or two? Absolutely. Could that swing the game in the first half? Who knows? And I think that Big Ben, when he looked like, Corpses Bride in the first half of the the season, he did turn it on a little bit in the second half. He's got Deontay Johnson. I mean, they've got they've got something, but eh, that's
2: going to be a threw tough a couple Stephen Hawking balls. And let's just call a spade a spade. Like, he, he was not good.
1: We're talking. Uh, hey, he he won the game today. If we're talking he, running backs, Najee Harris has been really great for them. Love him, I mean, taking taking care of the ball. I mean, he he's really good, and I think that you know if he's healthy, I mean, he went out. In this game um against, he came back, against the though, ravens so he, can, he did come back but like if he stays healthy um they just got to keep pounding the ball because yeah. i don't i don't think the chiefs have the best run defense um, no but their edge rushers are gonna give ben uh, a headache oh my I'm god Be, Be, ben is as mobile as a refrigerator right now
2: yeah that's what's what's not called a spade a spade you know didn't sugarcoat this thing like they're gonna pipe them the 13 and a half is generous i'm they're going to beat them by more than two touchdowns.
1: We'll see. I mean, top playoff Tomlin, Tomlin's playoff unbelievable. Bed. We'll see what playoff bed. I mean, look, that look, is a that is a
0: that is a fat spread. Yeah. It's a fat spread. But look what in happened in the, the
1: playoffs.
2: Last time they, the last time they played, and they bent them over and showed them the first fifty states. Like that was like that's what it was. Yeah. Then he got, but there's a Monday night game. Yeah, but I thought strictly, you, I
1: thought you liked the story, right?
2: I love the story for the regular season. This, this story has to end at some point. And it, and it ends Maybe it was Sunday. better for
0: the story to end on him getting an OT win instead of getting piped as, he, <laughs> as you're saying by the chiefs. Like, is that the last game for big Ben? Do we want him to lose by 30 points?
2: I don't want him to lose by 30 points, but the Steelers are, 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 are stuck in the fridge. That's and, also and the most
1: That's also the most boring game on the slate, so let's <laughs> move on.
2: Exactly. Like, and why, my point is, like, why is that the Sunday night game? Do they just not care about Sunday night because it's a Monday night game? And it's strictly because of the Manning cast. And that's Cardinals versus Rams, which might
1: be the best game. Do you think because of the Manning cast, they gave it that game? Or just because there's a Monday night game? They have
2: Manning no, the, the, the latter. I think because oh, there's a I, Monday night. This, I think the Manning cast is doing so well, they're going to throw a Monday night game in. And quite frankly, like... I mean, I think they would prefer a West Coast team to play Monday night.
1: Does they that make two sense? West Coast, they have two West Coast teams playing Monday night now.
2: Yeah. I mean, they, I think that's what they would want. And, I and honestly... Scheduling. I, it, I think it's a great game.
1: For scheduling, I would have rather been the Cowboys and the Niners for the Manning Guest. Uh, you know, one West Coast team, and then, of course, yeah. the Cowboys, America's team. Um, but no, I think that is a great game. I mean, we'll see. what ha- They've played twice this season. Um, usually when divisional... Rivals play inside the playoffs. I don't. I don't think those ratings are usually as good because of the fact that they've already been, they've already mm. played a couple of times a season, kind of like our national championship that we're about to get into. These teams have already played this season, so yeah. it's not as exciting.
2: Mm-hmm. The lines moved in that game. Uh, well, this is the rubber match, at least. So at least the the teams have split. So the Cards have one, and the Rams have one. Well, and
0: it's and the the McVeigh. Uh, Kingsbury matchup is, is always fun. The hand, the, ma- the matchup with the Hansoms? Well, they're also good friends, and McVeigh has owned Kingsbury over the course of his year until Kingsbury got his first W against him this year. So yeah. there's it's a good grudge
2: match. Yeah, it's a good one. We'll get into the full breakdown of it on our radio show, uh, dropping Thursday back-to-back. Back. Um, but, yeah, some really good games coming up. Quickly, Lines we touched about it last time on our show. Georgia-Bama, lines 25 in favor of Georgia, it was three before. Over-under is 52. What's everyone thinking for this one? Personally, I'll start it off. I'm liking Bama money line. I'm liking the under. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm Alabama. I'm going to go with uh, Bama Moneyline as well. I'm not going to touch the over-under because you never – I mean, I think both these teams play amazing defense, but mm-hmm. yeah, Bama also has a great offense, yeah. and they can go tit for tat. Mm-hmm. all right chaos what do you want to do i
0: don't like, know you See your
2: wheels turning you want to say something crazy just say no
0: it. I, I it's not just to say something crazy it's just i i think i should give respect to the fact that i'm feeling the most non-committal about alabama than i ever have and i give a lot of respect to the franchise that they've created that's what that's what it, it should be called yeah but Let's ride with the let's ride with the dogs. Let's do it. See, I, I I just think that happens every
1: year. I think that everyone is so high on Georgia this year just because of the season they've turned out in the regular season, right? Just rolling through everyone, steamrolling everybody. But look at their strength of schedule. It wasn't that impressive. Their most impressive win this season was against Michigan. And are we even that impressed by that? Like, yeah. The, the one, it was the an one,
0: impressive win in the college football playoff. It, I would it, say it was an impressive oh yeah. win. It was.
1: It's an impressive win, but, but I'm they've blown away. But here's the thing they lost to Bama. They lost awesome. to Bama and Bama is is an underdog somehow. So Yeah,
0: no, I, I completely the smart, hear money you is, it, the
1: smart money is with Bama.
0: I think you're right. Because if even if Georgia had won, I would have expected, and then of course Alabama wouldn't be in this game if they had won, but I would have expected that Nick Saban would have come up with a game plan to figure things out with what had gone wrong. And we haven't seen Kirby Smart have to do that and execute that and succeed at doing that. So I think I, I completely agree with you. The smart, the smart money is to put on Bama, especially because they're plus money favorites if you take a money line. I'm honestly How,
1: perplexed that, like, wh- why Bama is the underdog here. I really am. I have a gut feeling about Stetson
0: Bennett, and I think he's going to show us something impressive because he he absolutely was a huge factor in beating Michigan. And I thought he was a total non-factor just in general. I thought they were only the defense. And I thought there was a a, a weird thing going on and that they should have been playing JT Daniels. But I think this kid's a gamer. And I don't want to ride him out. And I I think that's why I'm willing to risk it on them. I'm willing to do that.
2: Yeah. um, Good luck. Thanks. Uh On that, uh, I, this happens every year on our show. Two guys pick one team. One guy goes against the grain, and the guys that I always picked. I feel like I've seen this multiple times. I just, I'm, I just am perplexed. Like Nick, it's not like the game was close.
1: No, they steamrolled them. It, it wasn't close, and like they didn't lose any big players besides Mechie. Right? It was did Mechie play in that game? Yeah, he played in the game, but like it, Williamson's, Williams, Jameson Williams is better. Yeah, he's gonna be a first round pick, but. The thing is, it's like they steamrolled them, and they're an underdog, and I'm pretty sure Vegas also knows that all of the money is going to go on Bama, and they're still riding the fact that they're an underdog. So I, I don't know. The it's- only
2: thing that scares me is that, like, what, what do they know? Like, what are they seeing? What crystal ball, boy, baby back bullshit are they pulling out here? Yeah, George is going to come out and squeak one out, and right. us going to be like, "I told you so, Mister." Here's here- here's like-
0: what I'll say: is Kendall Roy always thought he had something up his I always thought he had an ace up his sleeve. And guess what he never did? He never did because Logan Roy's a beast and Bulldogs are beasts and they're going to bring it. Okay.
2: That was an interesting one. I, you're just hyped about watching Succession. Yeah, it's great. Is, I love it. It's a good show. It's a great. It's a great show. Show. And I texted y'all,
0: I texted y'all in the middle of that I don't know if anyone, I'm sure someone out there in the ether tweeted this at the same time as the the Raiders Chargers game was going on, but Rava was featured in a commercial, in a Mercedes commercial as I was watching the game. Yeah.
2: That's I didn't catch that, but she's
0: probably because you know, she wasn't in the rest of season three. So
2: yes, yeah, she was. She had a she had a couple appearances.
1: Yeah, yeah. One, of the, one of the least exciting characters in succession, and I mean, now she's, she's doing commercials. She doesn't. She doesn't have a prayer. probably, probably a, a really unexciting commercial as well.
2: A couple touching back on the Chargers uh, Raiders. Doesn't Carlson look like Skarsgård a little bit? A little bit. He crazy. looks like
0: he could be a Skarsgård brother for sure. Yeah,
2: for sure. And I gotta give a shout out to one of our buddies who threw fifty bucks. A plus thirty five hundred for the game to go to a tie. Uh, sorry, fam. Um, Everybody, <laughs> Zach. That's that is a tough. I mean, it's not a lot of money, but that is just like a heartbreaking out from a betting standpoint. Uh, quickly, shout out to Clay Thompson, one of my favorite players, one of the most fun players to watch. Um, back for the Warriors, he started out coming out the gate went one for five. I was like, all right, this is this the kind of game he's going to have? Are they going to yank him? But he actually ended up finishing with uh, seventeen points, I believe, twenty minutes, which is and he got of six of thirteen shooting. So. And he took it to the rack. Well, it wasn't. Had, like was yeah, yeah. He had a
0: sweet slam on on someone.
2: He looked good. His bounce was there. I was like, he really came out to show that not only is he okay to play, he's fully ready to go, and that he his presence is going to be a major factor in the in the Warriors possibly getting back there because if he's fully healthy, I don't see, especially with the Lakers losing to the Grizzlies again at home. And I I know they don't have AD, but I just don't foresee anybody really being able to take down the Warriors. In the West, at least, so that's having him back is extremely exciting. Um, but yeah, NFL, great. How many points they have? He's seventeen. Seventeen. I'm double checking. I'm double checking myself right now. Yeah,
0: he he has seventeen in twenty minutes. You're right. you yeah, right. that's, that's great. great. That yeah. is great. Right. It's really exciting. You know I, what? It was
1: this? it was awesome seeing all of the uh, the Warriors players wearing his jersey um, back. At, like walking into the the stadium.
2: He the Cavs are good, so it's not like they played a slouch team. He went three of eight from behind the arc, which isn't bad at all. And you know, that number is just going to go up. I'm just ready for him in like two weeks to have one of those games where he scores like 30 and a quarter and everyone's just blow up on Twitter. I'm calling that's happening. He's so back. Um, all right. But yeah, football. We'll talk more playoff picture uh, next time. Great season. And the playoffs should be even better. Fans out there. Drag both feet and bounce. We're full counter up the puck at the putt. Hit your PKs because the free and free throws. Why guys? Because they are free. That they are. We ouch. We love you. <laughs>